What's going on, everybody? This is Isaiah from the MI6 Sports Network coming at you guys. You guys might know me as the host of Wild Sports Talk and also No BS. Well, today I'm going to be filling in because Ryan, Trevor, and Freddie, the normal host here on Fan Response, they couldn't do the show today. So it's going to be a solo show today. You're going to get more Isaiah today here on Fan Response. Hope you guys are all having a fantastic Aloha Friday, wherever you guys may be. And I am so thankful that you guys have decided to come on in and tune in to episode number 33 of Fan response uh ladies and gentlemen we are going to be first getting into the bucks heat game three that saw the miami heat roar back from a 11 point deficit and come all the way back and take a commanding three games to none lead on the milwaukee bucks in their eastern conference semifinal series uh the second topic we will be getting into is the surprising news out of miami today that josh rosen the former first round pick uh for the arizona cardinals he got cut by the miami dolphins and then the third topic we're going to get into is i'm going to be giving you guys a recap of that uh, first college football game that we had last night, Southern Miss against South Alabama. And then last but not least, uh, we're going to get into a topic that isn't really sports related. We're going to be talking about comedy TV show. We're going to get into the stunning news out of uh, Hollywood today. And that was Anna Faris, the great actor uh, leaving the show called Mom. Uh, so let's get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, by the way, if you guys have any comments or any questions, please uh, type them into the comment section. I will be more than happy to answer whatever comments and whatever uh, questions that you guys might have on the air. So let's get started, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so the Miami Heat roared back. They were down 11 points. In the third quarter, with I think it was like two minutes left in the third quarter, and they roared all the way back, and they take a stranglehold of this series. They're up three games to none on the supposed best team in the NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks. And uh, do we have that clip? Do we have that clip of uh, what I said prior to the trading death or after the trading deadline in February? Can we roll that clip, please? Yeah, do we have that uh, that clip? Oh, Guys, right here. Let's move on to the other big news, the NBA trade deadline. We had big, big plays going through, man. Andre Iguodala ended up with the Heat. Uh, D'Angelo Russell found a new home with his cat, Carl Anthony Towns. See what I did there? And the Golden State Warriors take on Wiggins' massive deal. Isaiah, I got to get your take, man. Winner and loser of the NBA trade deadline. Listen, my winner right here, my big winner is my man Martin Garcia's Miami Heat. Shout out to you, Martin. Shout out, Martin. The Miami Heat have clinched the Eastern Conference title with their acquisition of Andre Iguodala. Listen, the Miami Heat were already a really great team. They were already really 
tenacious on defense. They could score a lot of points with Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, Bam, and those boys. And now you add another tenacious defender in Andre Iguodala. This team is going to be the best defensive team in the NBA. They're going to surpass the Clippers. I don't care that the Clippers have Kawhi and Paul George. I'd rather roll with Andre Iguodala and Jimmy Butler. The Miami Heat are going to shut down Giannis in the playoffs. They're going to win the East, man. Right here. The Miami Heat are going to win the East. You heard it here first. Amen. Yup. That's right, everybody. That's what I said back in February after the NBA trading deadline had passed that the Miami Heat had not only won the uh, the trading deadline, but they had uh, eclipsed the Milwaukee Bucks and had clinched the Eastern Conference. I told you guys that they would clamp down and shut down Giannis in the playoffs and knock the Milwaukee Bucks out of the postseason. And all those words that I have said are now coming to fruition. Ladies and gentlemen, this is validation. Vala freaking dation. As I as you had just saw that video, I told you guys back in February after the trading deadline that uh, after all their moves that they made, they landed Andre Iguodala they, from the Warriors, they land or from the Grizzlies, my bad. They landed Jay Crowder. I said to start putting or buying stock in the Miami Heat because the Miami Heat had not only won the trading deadline, they had won the Eastern Conference. They had clinched the Eastern Conference. They had surpassed the Milwaukee Bucks as the best team in the East. And then everybody called me uh, delusional, said I needed to get drug tested immediately, and then laughed at my face. Well, ladies and gentlemen, guess who is laughing now? That's right. It's me. Everything I said is coming to fruition. The Miami Heat tonight took a commanding three games to none lead in the best of seven series against the supposedly best team in the NBA in the Milwaukee Bucks. Let's break down this game. The Bucks actually quietly dominated this game the first three quarters. Brooke Lopez was knocking down triples. George Hill was playing great basketball. Chris Middleton, even though he was in foul trouble for the majority of the game, he was playing great on offense and defense. And Giannis Antetokounmpo looked like something had clicked for him, and he was back to the Giannis of old. But then something changed. And what changed? The, the major turning point in this game was in the fourth quarter when Jimmy Butler decided, hey, we cannot lose this game. And he put the Miami Heat on his back and started being ultra aggressive in that fourth quarter. That is what changed. Uh, that is what changed the game for the Miami Heat. Jimmy Butler started playing like it was game seven. He was aggressively driving to the cup, either getting layups or making the Bucks foul him and getting the Bucks players into foul trouble and then going to the line to shoot free throws. I think Jimmy Butler had like 14 free throws in that fourth quarter. Jimmy Butler uh, was tremendous in that fourth quarter. Uh, Jimmy Butler also got into the paint and also made the Bucks double or triple team him. And when he they did, he passed it out to his open teammates for open shots. That's what changed 
this game. The Bucs could not stop Jimmy Butler in that fourth quarter. He remarkably outscored the entire Milwaukee Bucks team in that fourth quarter, 17-13. to 13. The way that Jimmy Butler was playing, it really rubbed off on his teammates as they started playing with the same intensity that Jimmy Butler was playing with. That is what changed the game for the Miami Heat, and that is why Miami now has a three-games-to-none lead in that best-of-seven Eastern Conference semifinals against the Milwaukee Bucks. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, the, my, or the Milwaukee Bucks are done. They are done. Just if you have any Milwaukee Bucks gear, throw it into the trash right now or, you know, stuff it in your basement or your storage because they are done. They are not coming back from 3-0. I know like a lot of you guys are saying, oh, I, they, I get the fact that, you know, no team has ever come back from 3-0, but they have Giannis Antetokounmpo. They have the best player on the planet. I don't give a Damn, if they have the best player on the planet. The reason why I don't care is because you can't win when you're playing 10 guys on the Miami Heat to one guy on the Milwaukee Bucks. That's literally how they're playing right now. The Miami Heat are having like their entire team contributing while the Bucks have Giannis and then on some nights is like one guy and then on the other on the other nights it's another guy so it is over the series is over um start getting used to the Giannis trade rumors ladies and gentlemen because I think that they are done uh Christy Wilson chimes in says the Bucks are now in big trouble Christy they are not in big trouble they are done there is, this series is 100% over 3-0, you can, there is no one ever coming back from that. And also James Gonzalez comments, Savage. James, like I told you, man, all these people calling me delusional, they're crying salty tears. And also they are hiding right now in their basement. Uh, you know, I called my friend Stephen Wang today seven times. He didn't even answer the phone. Uh, I called my guy Shri Anad. He didn't pick up. He like he I think he blocked me on Messenger as well. And then um, I also called Ryan Schreiner. He said he was at work. But come on, man, who's at work at 630 p.m.? Ryan, I can see through your excuses, man. Just come out and apologize, man. But let's move on to our second topic today. And that is the stunning news out of the NFL that Dolphins uh, Third-year quarterback Josh Rosen has been released by uh, the Dolphins. Josh Rosen, um, he was slated to be the Dolphins' third-string quarterback this year. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, even though the news is very surprising, I'm not surprised at all by this news. And the reason being is that Josh Rosen this season was going to make a boatload of money. Josh Rosen uh, is signed to a first round uh, rookie contract. So he was going to make a lot of money this season. And he was your third stringer behind Tua Tungle-Vailoa and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Why would you pay your third string quarterback, not even your backup quarterback, your third string quarterback, a boatload of money just to sit on the bench and wear like sweats and just uh, sit there and watch the game. It makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, I didn't anticipate the Dolphins would cut him, but I thought that they would trade him. But I definitely definitely knew that Rosen's days in Miami were over. And, you know, I really 
I'm really sad for Josh Rosen. And the reason why is because this dude came into the NFL all hyped up. He was a top 15 pick. And now he's uh, potentially his career could be over just like that. And um, yeah, you know, it's really, really uh, painful for him. I feel bad for him. I hope he lands on his feet uh, because, you know, I love seeing people do well. But Josh Rosen, man, I think his career, unfortunately, is done. All right, let's move on to our third topic, and that is college football is officially back. That's right. We had our first game last night, first FBS game between Southern Miss and the University of South Alabama. Uh, but actually, before we get into that, uh, Christy Wilson also chimes in. She says, I wonder which team Rosen ends up with next or if he quits football. Uh, Christy. I don't know if there's a team, honestly, in the NFL that's going to want him because if they do uh, pick him up, he's going to be a third stringer. And I don't know if he would want that. So he might have to settle for the CFL or, you know, go to the XFL in a couple of years when they do resume operation. Or, you know, I, I have a feeling he's going to end up quitting football because, you know, there's just no team that, you know, has a place for him simply because a lot of teams now have young quarterbacks and their backups are veteran quarterbacks. So whatever uh, Josh Rosen decides to do, he's going to end up being a third string quarterback. And I don't know if he wants to do that. But moving on to our third topic, college football is back. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we did it. We freaking did it. It was a long, long and really bumpy road to get here filled with a lot of uncertainty and a lot of turbulence. But we finally got here. We made it, ladies and gentlemen. We won the first game of the abbreviated abnormal college football season is in the books. College football is officially back. And the first game, it was actually really exciting to watch. It was a game between uh, Southern Miss and South Alabama, like I told you guys earlier. Two Conference USA teams that uh, they don't really get a lot of hype because, you know, they're from small towns. But my takeaways from this game is, number one, Frank Gore Jr. actually looked very good in that game. Like, can you believe it, guys? Frank Gore is still playing in the NFL, and now he has a son playing uh, in college football. I think he's a freshman. He did some things that emulated his dad. He was a great power rusher for SM uh, for Southern Miss. He was a great blocker, which his dad has uh, notoriously been. And, you know, I honestly want to see Frank Gore Sr. and Frank Gore Jr. play together in the NFL. It's going to be amazing uh, if that were to happen. Frank Gore, I think, would be 40 by the time uh, that would uh, were to happen. Um, I don't know if he would want to play that long, but, you know, I am crossing my fingers and hoping that Frank Gore and Frank Gore Jr. play uh, together, hopefully on the same team, but together in the NFL would be amazing. But uh, the reason why Southern Miss lost this game uh, is because they couldn't convert in the red zone. They had four trips to the red zone uh, in the third quarter and fourth quarter in the second half, and all four trips led to a combined six points you cannot do that you have to get touchdowns on your red zone possessions they were i think they were up like six or they were down six points to south alabama and all four times they just 
couldn't convert. That's what killed the universe or yeah, that's what killed Southern Miss University. Um, ladies and gentlemen, also comment down below. Uh, give me your takes on what did you guys think about, you know, Frank Gore Jr., the possibility of Frank Gore Sr. and Frank Gore Jr. playing together in the NFL one day. Also comment uh, your thoughts about college football being back as well as comment about which team. Give me one team that you guys think will surprise this year in the abbreviated abnormal college football season. All right, let's move on to our final topic. And this is not anything related to sports. It has to do with comedy, comedy TV show and Hollywood. Um, ladies and gentlemen, there was breaking news today out of Hollywood that involved one of my favorite TV shows, and that is the show Mom. I don't, if you guys don't know what Mom is, Mom is a TV show that uh, – it involves uh, four women that are in the AA program, the Alcoholics Anonymous program, and they uh, chronic they they uh, detail their journey from being alcoholics to and on the road to recovery. I really recommend you guys to watch that show. But really stunning and sad breaking news today that came out, and that was the actor that plays Christy, who's the main character or the. Yeah, she is. She plays the character that is the main character on the show. Anna Ferris, who does a phenomenal job uh, on the show, uh, she is leaving the show uh, prior to them starting production for season eight. Um, ladies and gentlemen, right now and throughout the entire day today, I've just been emotionally devastated. You know, if you guys haven't noticed by now, I am going to tell you guys straight up twenty. 20 absolutely sucks it's just been one spear after another after another to the heart you know from losing a lot of loved ones this year to not being able to work with my amazing co-workers and also i was supposed to go to hawaii this year but unfortunately uh that trip had to be canceled because of the coronavirus so I had a great lot of summer, uh, a lot of great summer planned. Um, a lot of people that I knew very well uh, passed away. I'm sure a lot of you guys have had a lot of um, just a lot of difficulties this year. And you guys probably have had, you know, experienced what I've experienced this year. Just a lot of crap that's gone on in uh, 2020. And, you know, this just added to it. Uh, Mom was one of my favorite shows. Uh, Anna Ferris's character, Christy, was one of my favorite characters on the show. Her character, Christy, had such a great personality. She was so fun-loving and very funny, and it just sucks that, you know, she's going to be leaving the show. I'm going to miss her deeply. Um, the entire show revolves around her, and I just don't know what they're going to do. You know, I kind of liken this to when... Uh, Charlie Harper or Charlie Sheen left two and a half men and that show just revolved around him. And when he left, the show was just entirely different. So, and it was never the same again. So I don't know what mom is going to do now that, uh, Anna Ferris has left the show, but I hope that, you know, they figure out some, something good and, you know, replace her, uh, replace her, 
you know, really good. And I just hope that uh, this show uh, continues on because it's such a phenomenal show. And it's a really good show for a lot of people that struggle with alcoholic addiction. And, you know, it would be really sad for this show to go down the drain uh, because of one person leaving the show. So I am really curious to see what the writers and the producers of the show are going to do now that she's gone. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now, um, as we wrap things up is that mom is never going to be the same without Anna Ferris. But ladies and gentlemen, actually, before we go into final thoughts, Christy Wilson says, I'm I'm counting down the days until 2021. Christy, I'm with you on that boat. I think we are all with you on that boat. We're all counting down the days till 2021 2020 has just been an absolute garbage garbage year and you know i hope that uh 2021 is way better than 2020 but anyways guys thank you guys uh for tuning in to this program it was so much fun tonight um you know it takes a lot of the bitterness out of what has been a really sad day from anna ferris leaving the show to uh, the Lakers just getting stomped by the Houston Rockets in game one. Thank you guys for tuning in. I really love talking to you guys. Make sure you guys tune in on Sunday night here on the MI6 Sports Network. We're going to be having our first annual fantasy football draft. Uh, If you guys think that, you know, we make a lot of crazy hot takes and a lot of delusional hot takes, uh, on the show now, just wait until our fantasy football draft. Uh, we're going to make a lot of crazy decisions that are going to have your jaw drop. So make sure you guys tune in for that Sunday night at around 9 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. here on the West Coast, as well as tune in on next week, Monday, for me, Callum McClurg, and Jonathan Mathis. Wild Sports Talk will bring you our 2020 NFL preview show we're going to preview each division we're going to give our picks for each division as well as the wild cards and also we're going to preview and predict each one of the nfl awards you won't want to miss it it's going to be a jam-packed show on monday make sure you guys tune in uh uh to wild sports talk on monday at 9 p.m eastern time 6 p.m or not 9 p.m eastern time my apologies tune in on our new start time 10 30 p.m eastern time 7.30 p.m. Pacific time here on the West Coast. You won't want to miss it. Anyways, guys, it's been great talking to you guys. I had so much fun. Hopefully, you guys had so much fun listening in to this program. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys all have a great rest of your Friday. Have a great night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>